Okie dokie. You're hot. You're warm. You. No, just the sound fired up on the inside for this podcast. <laughs> Dude, you fired up on the inside for this podcast for what we for what reason? It's like, hey, little boy. Do you ask a fish high? Why does it swim so good? No. Do you ask a bird why it flies? No. Why? Because it was born to do it. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they'd like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. This is Objectively Incorrect. I'm here sitting with my boy, Nick, who is... A bunch of things. I think he's like known to the ladies as a lover. Ladies, lady, lady, ladies, ladies, whatever. He's known yes. as lover. Um, no, no, that's you. That's you. Ah, oh, god darn it! No, don't point this at me, man. Yeah. Don't bring me out on this. Anyway, Nick is also a very talented musician. I mean, we heard a little bit from him. Um, I was on the vocals because I was trying to help him out, but he was <laughs> figuring out these cards. But Nick is also an entrepreneur, and Nick. Yo, it's just lovely to have you on the show. Now we have a good show just because he's here. Right? Thank you. I am feeling very lovely and very comfortable and very warm and welcome to be here on this show. <laughs> I have my guitar in hand with me and Steven's over there wearing a how to be a lover boy shirt. That is not true. The thing is I'm wearing a how to build a snowman shirt oh, okay. with no snow anywhere close to anywhere. Yes, it should be a, a sandman. Then. It should be how to build a sandman, but it's it came from sandman. the UK. So I don't think they have much sand in the UK. For some reason, you ever see anybody like in the UK on a beach? Like I've never seen. No, you, you don't see them because they're so pale they're blending with the sand. Oh, no. That's a little racist. Okay, we're going to just shy away from that one. <laughs> I just, I'm not, not going to edit it. That's going out, but I'm just not going to support it. I'm not going to support it. Okay, well, Nick, um, nice to have you on the show. Um, we're going to do two things just like what we normally do on this show. We're going to have two parts. We're going to have two sections. First, we're going to do fact or fiction, mm-hmm. uh, which we're going to give Nikhil five facts which could be false or could be true, and he has to determine if they're true or if they're mm-hmm. false. I'm here, not VMs, the Matrix, Matrix Part 4. <laughs> He's red like, pill, blue pill. Yeah, red pill, blue pill. And and then after that, we're going to get into the discussion um, and ask Nick some questions about love. Well, today we're talking about a lot of different things. We're gonna, we, It's definitely going to tangent because this guy does research a lot. Right? So we're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about the balance between love, um, running a business, and you know, just getting into your own special stuff. It's called um, information paralysis. That's what it's called? Yeah, something when you paralysis. Can, when you can, when you 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 over, you overindulge in research, are getting too much information. Inf- yeah. information paralysis or research paralysis or something. Like that. Yeah, and I, I know about analysis paralysis when you have too much things right. and you can't determine what you're gonna do next, so you're actually the stunted. Right. There's info, there's research paralysis too. Okay. You spend more time researching than actually doing what you need. Anything, to do. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. All right, so let's get right into the show. So, so fact or fiction. So number one, right? Number one. In 1947, a boxer named by the name of Sugar Ray Robinson dreamt that he would kill his opponent, and it came true. I'll repeat it. 1947, a boxer by the name of Sugar Ray Robinson dreamt he would kill his opponent, and it came true. Is it fact or is it fiction? Dream that he would kill them? He dreamt that he would kill his opponent. And that dream came and true. And that dream came true. Is it is it fact or fiction? 
fact or fiction? Is it true or is it false? Is it fact fiction or is it fiction? Is fact. it incorrect or is it correct? Fiction. Dum, 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 dum. That's your final answer. Fiction that and it is, is wrong. It actually did come true. Yes. Thank you so much. Sugar Ray Robinson knocked out. I, I can't remember the guy's name, but he knocked him out. Mm. Um, it was a white guy. He knocked him out That's and the guy didn't get back up. So he went to the hospital like completely in a coma and died in the hospital after the fight. But he died from a coma. He didn't die from the knockout. Uh, it's what caused the, 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 the coma that, that could have some you know pre-existing but they condition. did you know that was actually that was actually um, something that they brought up they said that the, a previous fight he had hit his head on the um, ah. and the thing so he had a previous head injury and went into this fight with Sugar Ray Robinson but the, cool, the, the thing about it is that Sugar Ray wanted to opt out of the fight before mm-hmm. it happened like mm-hmm. he wanted to not fight he said like he had a dream and he, he, he didn't want it premonition yeah he had a premonition and he didn't want it to, to do the fight but then his you know his staff and everybody was like you need to do this fight this is a big fight you need to go ahead and do it and he dreamt that he would knock on the guy and he wouldn't get up and the guy never get got back up so mm-hmm. he actually killed this guy in the ring it was crazy it was incredible it was crazy i know i would think it was fiction too all right so on to number two right in Canada, the top water has been proven to be the most unhealthy in the North Americas, even worse than Flint. Fiction. You want me to say it again, or you, you did you get it? <laughs> water was in Canada, and then than anywhere else in the in the world. Uh, in in the North America. Another uh, said that you're not supposed to. Another said you're not supposed. Well, person from Colorado. Yeah, they, Flint, Flint, Michigan. Actually, I think that's really bad. They have lead in the yeah, water. Yeah, and I heard about Flint, and I heard about Colorado having really bad water too. Like you're not even supposed to drink the water from the rivers in Colorado. Oh boy. So, mm-hmm. and Canada is very untouched. <laughs> it's so untouched. It's difficult to think that Canada has worse waters in the Americas than North America. So I would say that's fiction. And you would be absolutely. Correct. Yes, it is fiction. In fact, the water, the, the municipal water supply in Canada is so good that it rivals bottled water sold there. They have a higher health standard for their tap water than the bottling companies. Mm, oh, Canada. S- yeah, oh, Canada. You just drink the water from the tap, man. Nobody else knows nothing. I think you went to Europe just now. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people. Yeah, it's Europe, European. You, you went to Europe just now with an accent. You gotta put. You just have to put a at the end. It's like yeah, good water, eh? Good water, no, eh? No, yes. We mixing up again. I think we mixing up a bunch of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should just put where we ahead instead of just you know making it worse. Okay, so third. So so far you have one and one. You have one wrong, one right. Let's see if we could turn this around for you and make this. You turn have to get three. Everything. Okay. Um. Okay. So number three, a butt was a medieval unit of measurement for wine. Let me repeat. That a, sounds like a fun fact. A butt was a medieval unit of measurement. I would be disappointed wine. if it was fiction. You'd be disappointed if it was fiction. Yes, that sounds too good to be false. So what? What is it? Is I it would a, say fact. It is absolutely a fact. Yes, a buttload of wine is about four hundred and seventy-five liters or one hundred and twenty-five gallons. Yeah. Of wine. See, I have to tell you, I would have been disappointed if it was. Fiction. If it was fiction, it was. It's too cool. It's too cool. You know, it's funny. It was funny. Like, why? Why would they even think to call it that? Like, mm. why would it be a buttload? Mm. That sounds like really bad no, wine. The, the that sounds is, like. Well, then again, does it? And that would be what country? This this was in Europe. This was in Europe. They didn't say. They didn't specify a specific country. They just said in Europe. You gotta remember that. Um, certain words that start that are around now are were not around then. 
Or like the association Oh yeah they would, they would have like Different meanings no? So like probably You know over the years People's rear end Got larger And like And somebody that, who was into wine Was like wow That's a buttload That is a buttload On the backside of that woman <laughs> I'm feeling aroused <laughs> uh, uh, You know what You know what Like uh, I first was saying Like comparing wine To butt sounds Like a very stinky <laughs> enterprise But if you think about it when we compare women rolling in the Caribbean, we don't say, hey, she, she whining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we might be making the association and not really even realize mm-hmm. that butt is whining. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think we just discovered something that nobody knows. It's groundbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> Let your mind be exploded. All right, number four. So the longest anyone has ever survived a shipwreck on a raft is 133 days. I have the answer for this, you know. I have the answer for this. I have the answer. I just watched the video. <laughs> <laughs> you watched the video? I watched the video. Uh-huh. Like, like maybe last month, this guy was shipwrecked. Mm-hmm. He was a sailor. He ended up on a raft. He says he raft. And he lasted some insane amount of time. Ah, that, that you escaped me though. But I watched this video. <laughs> <laughs> Man, is it true? Is it false, brother? Okay, well, how much days you say just now? 133 days. Well, I would say that's, that's, that's fiction because it's longer. It was longer than that? It was longer than that. Well, you're wrong. The, that is the longest that anybody has ever lasted. You know how long is 133 days? Uh, okay, let me ask you the question. Mm-hmm. Which ocean was he shipwrecked out? Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't find out that. And, and his name was Poon Lin. Poon Lim, P-O-O-N-L-A-M, Poon Lim. And he did survive a shipwreck on a raft for 100, and that's the longest anybody has ever survived, 133 days. Yo, that's like like a third of a year. Mm. Like, that's, that's, that's four months or so, man. That's craziness. The one that I saw, it was a guy, he was, it was, he happened in the Atlantic, mm-hmm. and uh, he actually, what he tried to do, he was able, he was able to to wake up, what you call it. When you use this star to figure out where you are. Oh, so he was able to navigate. Right, you navigate mm. using this star. I forget what the word. There's a word for it when you use the stars, and um, to realize that he he gonna miss the Caribbean islands and when he drifting. Oh no, I can't remember when uh. it was. By the way, it was the the video I watched was in the Atlantic. He was was in the Atlantic that he was, mm-hmm. and he eventually got discovered. Of course, he lived to tell the story. And that's the that's the coolest. But I thing. believe it was more than a hundred and something days. So. Well, I mean, if you if when you come on the show again, I mean, when I bring you on, he's like Nick. So how long you said this somebody right on the mm-hmm. shipwreck thing like again? Good girl. <laughs> All right. Really? Well, you're googling now. We're gonna ask you the fifth one. Yeah. All right. So number five. Due to the aging populace, adult diaper sales are higher than baby diaper sales in Japan. True or false? I would believe that. Japan has an Asian age epidemic or whatever you call it. Because nobody wants to have sex and get children over there. That's the reason why they have so many vending machines. What? <laughs> what? 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 Help me out here. Like, how did you make that? I don't. I don't understand. I didn't make it. Somebody, somebody add, add their articles, videos, documents as that's, that's, that point towards that. That that's one reason. That's one reason for their fascination with robotics, because they realize that they have uh, aging aging population. Most of the and it doesn't make sense for the limited amount of young people that's present in Japan to do mundane jobs. Oh man! So so if you want to buy a Snickers, why do you need a cashier 
to just give you a snicker bar. Well, no, to take your money and allow you to go to the supermarket with a, with a snicker bar. Yeah, when you could just have the vending machine do it for you. Like right. the machine could take on the brunt of the stress. Exactly. Doing. And there is even... And the, rep- the repetition. There is even like in restaurants, you go and you pay the vending machine mm-hmm. and get a ticket to go and get your bowl of soup. Fish from, fish from your morning, You're making fun of your people. Uh, no, You're being very racist on this show, no. by the way. Because you said like the, the, the pasty... British people just fit right in with the sand. You can't see them. They don't get and much the, sun up there. It's, it's rainy days. That's why they're so gloomy. You know, they said that that's a true. That's a true thing. Lack of vitamin D. Like the lack of vitamin D could make somebody um unhappy. Yeah, like, yeah. And we know the Caribbean has lots of vitamin D. Uh huh. Uh huh. If you didn't know, you're gonna know tonight. <laughs> I don't think. I think you're in the wrong crowd, but I think you're in the wrong place. You know what? I, mean? I think you're in the wrong place. <laughs> You're in the wrong place right now. I don't want to know today. <laughs> I could find out when I'm dead. I could find out that when I'm dead. But yeah, it's true though. Like um, when it comes to like even with, because in England there's a, there's more rainy days per capita than sunny days. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's mostly gloomy all the time. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's like it's so interesting that the people's moods are gloomy. Right. For the majority of them, like that's why most people don't do music video in England. No, because it's like a California like a sun. Sun, <laughs> let some sunshine touch your skin. And the videos that are shot in England are gloomy. <laughs> gloomy. Yeah, I guess I guess it works. So for if sun. you want a gloomy music video, go to that. So Nikki, how much did you get, man? How much did you get? Let's see. So you got the first one wrong, and you got the second one right. You got the third one right, and you got the dude. You didn't win. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, one, four, and five. You just, you just, you, you, you got stuck in the twirly oldies and you didn't get. Anyway, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Nobody wins. I don't even win. Like these things are like, okay, well, um, I didn't know that. Mm. All right. But now I know. Now you know. So Nick did three, two out of five. Um, we're going to go to the next part of the show, which is great. This is the actual good meat of the show. Nick, mm. what's up, buddy? What have you been up to lately? I have been walking up hills. Walking up, walking up hills, like training. No, uh, I just, I've just been walking up. Hills. Metaphorically, no, literally walking up hills. Like oh I, snap! I, I walked up a hill today. You're being very kind. <laughs> I think people will be lost. <laughs> so Nick, what do you do, man? What's your business about? Um, <clears throat> I am the co-owner of a tour operation, Rogers Eco Tours, mm-hmm. uh, 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 a business that has been I have inherited from my father's hard work and um, my brother and I have taken the mantle and are forging forward in um, building and uh, building and sustaining the, the, the integrity and brand mm-hmm. of Rogers. That's amazing. You know, it's funny, it's funny that you said that because a lot of the times in our culture, we don't have much legacy businesses. A legacy business is just like a business when you pass it, you could pass it down to somebody else. None, yeah, there are some prominent ones. There are some ones, yeah. But I find that most people don't do that. Like, yeah. for example, even in my family, my father is, uh, um, he does like yeah, carpentry and building and so on. And I'm a photographer. Like, Whose fault is that? Yours or his? I don't think it's anybody's fault. Like, I, I, I don't have any, I don't have any qualms about being a photographer, a video guy. I just, you know, for me, it's just, I, I, I was able to go with what I was interested in. Like, they gave us that kind of... Option. Option. To freedom. Go, the freedom to explore what you're interested in. Right. Um, I mean, of course, we still... Me and my brother, we still make contributions to my father's business. We help him to... Because I think technology could make things so much easier. 
mm-hmm. but you find that the older generation i don't know if it's just in the caribbean or it's everybody but in the caribbean like the older generation is not privy to the knowledge of the technology and what it could actually do right um i mean it's just the other day some of some of my parents found facebook uh even whatsapp and they take the pictures from down below looking up through the nose right like underneath their, their spectacles and stuff i find it to be hilarious how old people take pictures but they just found out these things lately and they don't even know the maximum capacity of what whatsapp could do i think that's ageism that you just did there ageism yeah you're, I, be, you're being prejudiced about old people not prejudice is just stating a fact <laughs> they're taking pictures oh so when i state the fact <laughs> you didn't state the fact you didn't stay. <laughs> 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 saying, saying that you can't see <laughs> the, the, the color hue of your skin Yo. and sand is very similar. You for your photographer, <laughs> so you know this. Dude. You know this. You ain't gonna get me to agree you that know no this. time, no time at all. So Nick, do you realize that like people like James Bond and nearly any spy guy film anything, you ever realize that they never have a sustaining relationship like you ever realize that the epitome of a sexy guy or the the pinnacle of being sexy as a guy is being unavailably emotionally okay yes yes just came back to me there it, it has, wake up buddy it has to do with it has to do with the the the, the 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 universal global archetype and they even have it they even have it they even have it they listen to people they even have it in disney movies the, the, really? How? When? Yes, they do. It's explain because I don't know. I, I've never seen a Disney movie with a player. And this is an archetype. Well, I can't remember the definition of an archetype, but it's, it's this universal character yeah. that is present in all walks of life and culture. And is identifiable easily. And yeah, identified no matter where you are, no matter who you be, or no matter what culture you're in, there's an archetype that stands out. And it's the same everywhere you go. Probably different colors. They're different skins, ones. They're different archetypes. They're, yeah, they're different archetypes, but they, 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 the archetypes, all archetypes exist throughout all nationalities, nations, culture, etc. Mm-hmm. And they use it in Disney movies as well. And the Disney movies that stand out and stand the test of times are the ones with the archetypes. You mean the hero archetype? Which type of archetype? Well, the one we're referring to with the James Bond right now, why the, the unavailable man is the, 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 the pinnacle. pinnacle. Of, of attractiveness. So, what I would ask you right now is, mm. let, me, let me play with your mind. You yeah. can't. My mind is a fortress. It's sealed. Well, for, for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, what, which Disney male character, Maya Disney, mm-hmm, Disney. cartoon, mm-hmm. animated, mm-hmm. is the unavailable male character? And which, it has, yeah, which character? Which character in Disney is it a reoccurring character? Or is he the only one story? Is one st- one specific story or brand or any car- cartoon or movie, and one. it's like to this day it's good, and they they have remakes of it. Oh. But the male is unavailable emotionally. Emotionally unavailable male. You said they had remakes, so they had multiple ones. Maybe two. I think it's two 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 ones there. I think. And the male is unavailable. Yeah. Um, the hunchback. I'm joking. No, not him. I don't know who the Prince Charming character. No, he isn't. Um, not Lion King. Not Simba, which is a ripoff of 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 Kimba the White Lion. Um, no, which I'm, I don't know if anything coming to mind. What is it? Who is the, the Tales all this time? Aladdin. Wait, that was that. That's no, that's not Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast. Yes. 
Beast, the beast is unavailable. Yeah, it's a beast. I don't think I don't think the beast they is put unavailable. It, they put it there like blatantly in your face. They called him, him, H I M, the human, a beast. Nick, but he's not emotionally unavailable. Like, I don't think he emotionally... I, I do understand where you're coming from, though. I do understand where you're coming from. When he was uncultured, when he was mean um, and selfish... Right. What? James Bond. Uh, the only, no, thing, the only no. thing is that with Beauty and the Beast, there was a happy ending because it's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. Wow, that's, that's, that's deep. So James Bond is the, the archetype of the beast then. He's similar in archetype to the beast. He's unavailable. He's selfish. Right. Um, and it's every woman's fantasy... To calm our, mm-hmm. what to call domesticate, domesticate that beast. beast. Ah. That is why the beasts are the the, the guy the guy you're talking about mm. is so attractive and so the pinnacle of female affection and. Tenderness. But is that still? Do you think? Do you think that 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 archetype is still as attractive? Because yes, do is. you think so? Yes, it is. <sighs> they could talk. God, they want talk. You know what? You know what? I think. I think. I think. I might. I might not agree a hundred percent. I do think that the archetype still exists, and I do think that some women still fall for that's it. That's why it's an archetype. But yeah, that's why it's, it's going to always exist. But I think the attractiveness of the archetype might not be as potent as it once was. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think in this day and age, what is happening is that what is Sevai? It's it is is a is a um we are in a changing as i said a shift in in society mm-hmm. and um we are actually somewhat to some degree this is going to be a very hot topic going against biology do you think so oh. to some degree yeah. oh how so to some degree because no we are becoming very conscious we're moving into a conscious state mm-hmm. so we're moving into a conscious state. The beast was or is attractive because of the biology. Okay. Uh-huh. Because we existed at a point where for millions of years, it's only now, like the past 10, 20, 50 years, changed when we existed for millions. For mm-hmm. millions of years, we have existed, we have survived via biology. Do you think so again? Biology. Do you think so? Because Biology. the human, if, if that's the case, then how come, then how is it that the lion, the lion isn't the top of the food chain in Africa? Or uh, a predator with a biology more fit, more fit than a human being to survive. But yet the human beings are still at the top of the food chain in every single ecology that you could think of. If you put human beings in there, they will conquer. Right. Why is that so? If biology was it, do you understand that back when? Well, then, unless you think biology also encapsulate the power of the mind and the power of our culture. No, to well, my, my mind. You say we. I say we move into conscious. Mm-hmm. A conscious. We moving. We move, I don't know how long. I don't know dates. But we moving into a more conscious thing, and uh-huh. we have removed ourselves from nature. We have because we've conquered we, it. We have. I wouldn't say we conquer it. We 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 we, we excuse it. Okay. We mm-hmm. excuse it. We haven't conquered it. If we had conquered it, we wouldn't have to be burning fossil fuels and polluting this, and then got fish dead in the sea, and then we go eat the same fish that poison from. We poison. We ain't conquer it. We, we we excuse it. Um. Or maybe we just like, you know, like 
maybe we just we just don't care. Yeah, excuse, <laughs> excuse, excuse uh, Maybe we we've like we've, we we have such dominion over certain aspects of nature that it's, it's that like the ignorance. Be, yeah, it's more of an ignorance. Yeah, you can't be, be dominant. Because the thing is, if you dominate, if anything dominates anything, it's going to be a problem. Like, if the lionfish come to our waters, sorry mm-hmm. sorry to make a stick up here, but if the lionfish come to our waters and there are no natural predators to keep them in check, they will just, they will just m- multiply and multiply and multiply and destroy the ecology that they came and met because there's no natural bomb predators to deal with them. Right. And then what would eventually happen, down, I don't know how much years, is that the lionfish will either have to die itself Die off mm-hmm. because of lack, right? Mm-hmm. Because so it's lack so of prayer or start eating itself. Or eating cannibalism. Yeah, it's, it 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 has, has it has happened. Like animals, animals tend to if there's no more, if there's no more thing to dominate, if there's nothing left to dominate, then what will happen is that the stronger of that animal will dominate the weaker of that very animal. Mm-hmm. Um, lions would eat other lions. Like mm-hmm. if 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 a lion is starving, it's not gonna be like, well, you know, this looks like no, it's gonna kill and eat a lion. It's not it's not beyond its biology. If there if 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 survival is difficult for the pride, mm-hmm. when they give birth to cubs, they will eat some of the cubs and simply to give the others a better chance of living. Yes, yeah, but yeah, also for sustenance. I see the dogs do that. Dogs do that too. Like if there's not enough food, then why? Continue to waste resources. And they, what they do, they identify the sick puppy that probably yep. won't make it. Exactly. They identify the weaker ones and they kill and eat them and use them as sustenance because they're not going to make it. Like, we're wasting resources trying to get you there. Mm-hmm. But then again, yeah. So we are as dumb. Are we, we, as I think animals. we are ignorant. I think we're ignorant. Maybe dominance is the wrong word because we really, you're right, we can't dominate nature because there are some forces that are way beyond we control. Like, up to this point, what do we do when there's a category five hurricane? Like there's nothing you could do. Like you can't do anything. They not plane and fly away. Exactly. The most you could do is run, but then you're not conquering if you're running. No like conquest ever happened through if running. A, if you have a concrete shelter on the ground, sure. But then the thing is if 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 you have a concrete shelter on the ground and there's a category five hurricane that blocks the exit to that underground shelter, then what will happen to the people in that shelter? Would you like ants and dig another hole? Okay. I don't know, just saying. Yeah, probably we, we, I would, we, I would more think that we we Listen, we do not dominating, and we are moving from the biology. We were more supposedly you know, mm-hmm. dependent on. We were dependent, and we were more cohabitating with nature and everything once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Now we too smart for we own good, and we mm-hmm. just like for example the lionfish mm-hmm. who come into a place that we're not natural in, and we're just devouring, and we're not thinking about the consequences yeah. down the road. That's true. So. We are moving from biology and co- coexistence, more coexistence to consciousness, mm-hmm. and ca- the consciousness that is very dangerous for the balance of society. Are just going to the phase of the, the the teenage phases of consciousness where we really don't understand our emotions and what mm-hmm. is what, mm-hmm. and maybe in the next fifty years we'll figure it out. But right now, yes. So we were talking about it was the the macho guy, basically. Mm-hmm. The macho guy, the archetype. So you're saying that no, it's not as attractive, and I'm saying it's not as it's not it's going against biology. It's like a force within me saying no, I'm not supposed to be turned on by this asshole <laughs> or this beast of a man. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. But you're still so it's going against biology because it be moving in a conscious state. You know what I think? I think that I mean, just borrowing from your point, and I'm not 
I'm not in complete opposition to your point at all. I think back in the days when biology was more important was when you had to literally go out and kill stuff right. to so eat. The like strength, for the, the, the strength, strength would, be the in, would be exactly important. the strength is important. Um, right now, I don't know of much of us who kill and eat we own food like we i don't even think the majority of the human race really even do any farming anymore like most 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 people don't any any idea what it takes what it takes to do like if if and a lot of people there was this experiment like we're not really experiment but they were doing like a little survey and they were asking people like if you had to kill this rabbit Mm -hmm. and eat it Mm -hmm. like would you kill it and eat it or would you just go to mcdonald's and get a burger right or go to a fast food restaurant and just get some fast food like what would you choose to do mm-hmm. you know and people most people they would not choose to kill a rabbit like right. it feels unnatural to them why is that so when your ancestors were born and bred and killing and eating and doing these things right. but then why well, i said that it might not be as attractive now is because it's not as useful now and women and men everybody gravitates towards survivors and in this day and age you could be the skinniest, scrawniest, most unathletic person, but you have access to more resources than the strongest, most athletic. Steven? Yes, sir. Steven, in the example that I just used, mm-hmm. I said we were talking about attraction. Okay. Like real. But then that's what I'm saying. But then suppose. On, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. True attraction is sexual sexually charged per uh, se mm-hmm. right you I think you're talking about conscious attraction mm-hmm. if I be with this person I could buy these two houses or I could this conscious attraction mm-hmm. and even, even yeah, conscious attraction uh, as in wealth and, and that type that type of thing mm-hmm. we're talking about physical what are we talking yeah we're talking about physical attraction that's what we start off on well I think we're going to have we're talking about we're talking about James yeah. Bond yeah and why 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 he's the, the pinnacle of sexuality and mm-hmm. our attraction or whatever the case is and I referred it over to the beast mm-hmm. which is like plain metaphoric for the man that woman want and now, once again, it's being fed into the young girl subconsciously. Yeah, Children. the same beast. The same beast. Be attracted try, try, to the beast. Be attracted to the beast. The person who and the person strong. will get better. And that's dangerous, though. You know, yeah. that's dangerous. If you think about it, that's dangerous. Beauty and the beast is a dangerous story. I mean, hold on, passing in the moment, dear. Because uh-huh. even if you, when you go to you go to Adam and Eve, it's mm-hmm. kind of in there too. What I mean, in terms the of story, what? Adam and Eve. Um, Eve. Pick the apple, the Adam eat it. And no, the, the, the woman soothing the man. The woman soothing the man? Why was Eve created? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's misogynistic, isn't it? Yeah, Eve was created to give Adam a helpmate. Right. Yeah, like a soulmate. The, yeah. the archetype is within all these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then the woman is degraded only to as a supplement to the man, not as an entity that was necessary in and of herself. Right. So like, there's like, an inbuilt like, inferiority complex even from that specific standpoint of God, creation. I'm horny. Oh uh, well, <laughs> I, th- I would I would rather say God. I am lonely. <laughs> what the end why right? Uh, it's a different way. It's a different way. It's a different reason. <laughs> but so yeah, I even I shall remove your babe and give you your desire. And even that doesn't like that doesn't like that has to be metaphoric. You know, it's like men and women have the same amount of ribs. There's no more rib, ribs on a woman than a man. Like 
anyway that's beside the point but you're right yeah you're right if you look at it from that perspective it you're right they like from the very get go creation if we're going from that biblical if it's standing on that biblical ground the woman was created to serve the man the man was lonely needed company god these animals really can't talk to me god these animals really can't give me what i need right so i need somebody who can satisfy me needs move on to the to beauty and the beast but in beauty and the beast in beauty and the beast it's dangerous the reason i say it's dangerous is because you are selling a perspective that this man who is mean um he's unfair because even when when the beauty got there because her father got caught uh, he not caught his father went into the castle mm-hmm. and i think he started to eat food or whatever the case is and the beast work out yeah i ain't nowhere mm-hmm. so bell or somebody went to look for him uh whatever and bell went and said look i'll take your place i, I skip into a lot of the story but bell said i'm gonna take your place let me father go and i'm gonna stay here mm-hmm. i'm gonna stay here in his stead right mm-hmm. and she didn't even want to eat like he was he was a horrible person he was a me he was a child he was he had very little he was stubborn he had very little a, a short fuse he was angry he was you no, know and then no move those characteristics over to james bond yes i did and, and i agree with that but then what is dangerous is that the end result of beauty and the beast is that what happened to him he fell in love right mm-hmm. and because of his love for bell mm-hmm. he was able to break the spell of being a beast and become a normal human everyday prince and it's left to be one lament that you're telling women if you go into a, girls. a sit- girls girls because girls do grow up to be women you're telling girls if you submit you're embedded in girls embedding that's even that's even that sounds even more serious that sounds like coding which it is which it is you're right it's coding but Nikki, what you're telling girls is if you if you go with a beast you will be able to change him into the prince of your dreams but you it's not so much that they tell you will be able to they, break they, the spell they, with they, only they, love they are taking an archetype that exists that's programmed within us so even without that movie being present all they're doing they're capitalizing on the archetype and yes, making of money off of mm-hmm. it but it's something that exists in society. Societies that never saw the movie before. I saw any of it. Mm-hmm. It's like that guy in the village who is that character, the beast. Mm-hmm. He will attract the girls. They would all want to have his child. That's true. But then what I'm saying is this. Even the archetype in and of itself, as you say, we're moving into a state of consciousness. I, my question is, it still, it still stands. Is it that within our environment whether the, the the attraction is 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 raw physical or if the attraction is more consciously related like have our preferences changed toward what works for survival now versus what works for survival then because i could see i know you I understand your point if a woman looks at if there are two guys standing up in a room uh-huh. one of them is dark chocolate with a lot lot you big go, pecs you, go, you gotta go the color you well go you know what i'm gonna just go the color are you offended because you're not dark chocolate nikhil do you feel bad i get my fair share of people who love caramel <laughs> <laughs> okay that's fine but okay forget forget the skin type forget the skin type forget <laughs> the skin type because i am also caramel and i think i get my fair share of of attention mm. right but what i'm saying is this no i'm moving into this if Two people had to be standing. Two guys had to be standing there to the front of an auditorium. Mm-hmm. And one of them is ripped. Mm-hmm. Huge chest, lots of abs, muscle definition, like he was sculpted in Photoshop. 
um, I, that, um, what do you call that? Features that are symmetrical. symmetrical nice heel or whatever it could it could be long here it could be short here it doesn't matter but he just has he's properly groomed um he might have on a nice pants no shirt because you know we got they got see them goods and 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 shoes right versus a guy oh, forget that you know what he just got on the pants and no shoes right and there's a guy standing next to him slim built or uh, maybe you know what not slim built fat let's say he's fat just a little chubby right um no definitions no nothing Maybe a little scruffy. But he has on an Armani suit, right? So you have these two guys standing up in front of an auditorium. And all of these women, 400 women in this place say, Hey, look, which of these guys is more sexy? The one on the left, the one on the right. The one on the left is the buff guy. The one on the right is the more average looking guy. But he has on a suit. Which one is more attractive? In your opinion, right? At this stage in our development, do you think that most people go with... The muscle-bone guy, or most people so go, with go, guy, go with the guy, with, or go with the guy who looks like he's successful. Go with he has to do what? That's the question. Like when I say go with, as in choose in terms of attractiveness, choose which one is most attractive: the guy in the suit or the guy with the abs and the to, muscle. To, to, to do that test, you need to have like a litmus paper between your legs. Stop it! That is terrible. So, so you're saying that because she like, how you gonna know they're making a, because, a conscious choice? What do you mean? But then you and, ask them. And on top of that, but then you ask them. You and the, 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 the test test what they would use because they, they do not depend on the mind to answer them kind of questions here, because you, the onions and the traumas and the experience of life that teaches you to disobey your true intentions or your true longings or yearnings mm. so they will probably do they will probably have stuff that monitors the 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 physiological responses yeah, physiologi- such as the the what do you call it the iris yeah the iris the iris mm. the body temperature the hair rising on the back of the neck the moisture between the legs the amount of sweat that they, they start to perspire mm. and all that kind of stuff is what they would check because once again we are moving into a conscious state, but we are disobeying the biology. The biology is screaming, or it might be screaming to say this or that, but we are becoming conscious and trying to disobey what the biology is telling us. But then how, how, okay, you got a good point. You got a good point. Because um, if you, if you ne- ask them consciously, they would probably give you an answer that they feel... That society or the culture at the time would would suggest that you should yeah, do. That you should so do. So I don't say we're moving in a, in a, in a conscious conscious state. But then, what is most important? Isn't isn't the conscious decisions? If we're moving into a conscious state, your attractiveness then wouldn't it wouldn't it be updated to say like, hey, you know, you are we're on a conscious road now. So what I was going to add to what you're going what you're saying is that with the two options are the, the individuals that they choose to present on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, for a pick for the picking um, is that it doesn't so much matter I mean with, the, with, with, with James Bond and with the, the Beauty and the Beast the, the, the most important thing was the, the unseen characteristics the character of the person was the most important thing but of course in movies because it's a video they're going to they're going to embody the character into the physical entity that they're portraying on the TV. Mm. So therefore, in real life, you don't have to be ripped. You don't have to be the tallest. Those things work in the favor because mm-hmm. they will go with the character. And say in the movie, they had the power to pick, have a casting call of 100 of men. Mm-hmm. And in, in Beauty and the Beast, it's just a drawing mm-hmm. that they could embody wherever they want to embody mm-hmm. that would represent this character. Mm-hmm. But in the real world now, 
it is the, would look the, the character is what's most important it's like because you could have this big muscular muscular guy who when he stand up on stage he's slouched over and you could see the fear in him mm. whereas you have the guy who is normal Phil, but his shoulders back his head up and, and you could confident. see the confidence just spewing out of him i see what you're saying Okay, so you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not really, the beast archetype for you is not a, a physical manifestation of the beast entity. Not it's necessarily. A, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. It might work to help, right. but it's not the end all. It's the character. It's the, it's the, the way this person adopts their, right. m- their, their movements. Because their, their, I know their, for a fact Napoleon had them pussies wet. <laughs> and he was shot. He wasn't shot. Where do you guys keep saying? It's just a stereotype that goes around. Where you guys keep saying he wasn't shot? Napoleon was like five foot seven or five foot That's, six. You're just saying that because you're five. I'm five eight. I'm five eight. Okay. But what I'm saying is that, like, in terms of his height, he he wasn't shot. Okay, we are for the topics. He's okay, Steven. He's okay. <laughs> he wasn't shot, man. Stop. <laughs> You sound like you travel. Like he wasn't shot. Because I did the research, man. I did the research. You guys keep saying these unfactual things. Like he was five foot six, five foot seven. He wasn't shot. You keep seeing these paintings. And you know what? You know what? You know who's who's you know who's to blame for this? It's them English people because they didn't like him. Okay. He was a he was a, a French emperor. So it, was, it was propaganda. But then even so, let's go to Napoleon. Let's talk about Napoleon for just a second. Uh-huh. Um, you said Napoleon had them girls going crazy, right? I Wait, would imagine that he would have. Yeah, but then Napoleon, Napoleon, as you would, as you said, it had nothing to do with how Napoleon looked. Napoleon was an authoritarian. Like yeah. Napoleon steps into a building, it's like I don't call his name. It's like the, prime, the the previous prime minister. Like prime, when 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 Prime Minister Douglas steps into a, an, a space, mm-hmm. there's a level of authority that steps with him. It has nothing to. He's the shortest guy in the entire room, right. but yet he's the one that you cannot ignore. Right. And he don't he he doesn't step into any in situation with a lot of noise. He doesn't come with a lot of parade or a lot of grandstanding. He just walks into the space and he walks into the space like he is the boss of the space. Right. His steps are diligent. His body stature is is straight. There's no slouching. His head is up. He looks everybody in the eye, and he's the shortest guy in the room. Napoleon was the emperor. Mm-hmm. Like any woman, any woman in the empire would be honored to just even be seen by Napoleon. He had, he, again, he had nothing to do with his stature. He could have been black, he could have been white, he could have been Asian. doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So again, I, I see what you're saying. Like the, I, I thought what you were saying with the beast archetype earlier is that the beast it has a look to him. Mm-hmm. But it's not really so. I do admit one thing though. Um, if, and this is something that I've realized, man, if you've realized it, People who like the new business person, the new the new the new CEO, doesn't look like the old CEO. You like back in the th- the twenties and the thirties, and in, in, you know when when America was young and and everybody was young. Like the, the head of plantations used to be this fat guy, this fat old looking guy, um, very rundown, not very athletic, look look you know really look. Fat no, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 people used to run the companies, the major companies, even John D. Rockefeller, all these guys were fat. Like you see them in pictures, they had like huge tummies. They they they, they weren't caring about 
going to the gym and lifting anything. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like they were just powerful because they had money, they had power, they had influence, right? And mm-hmm. they and I'm sure when they walked into a room, they would walk in as if they had the power as well. Um, but in this age, what I'm seeing a lot of is a lot more CEOs tend to take care of the external body. Like I don't know if you see it. Like they're not. The, the new CEO is not fat. Like the new CEO is not out of shape. The new CEO is not, you know, is not waddling like a, a walrus. Where is that? Where do you think that is? Where do you think? Where do you think that that the new the new success the way success looks now is so much different to the way success looked less than a hundred years ago. For the same reasons why white police officers are under heat from black stoves. You're going to have to really go deeper than that. <laughs> what does that mean? In cameras. In what? Camera. Cameras. Images. So you see a lot of people more self-conscious now because of the images. Police. White, white police. Black stores. Mm-hmm. I get it. I got the metaphor but just saying you know, for our listeners. Mm-hmm. It can't just be like, I understand. And even, even, even funny, funny enough, even that song... This is America. Yeah. So, he says some, something about sell. That's a celly. That's a celly. That's, that's a, a tool. tool. Something mm-hmm. like which has, which is a, it could mean multiple things. Right, it can. But mm-hmm. It could go that way. That's one of the ways it could go. So you're saying the reason why CEOs are more health conscious is because they're seen more? They themselves see themselves more. They, and, and I think also it's, it's, it's part of, it's part of, one is that you, yes, you're seeing yourself more, people seeing you more. When you go on a podium, you're taking the people seeing you and you seeing people seeing you and you thinking what they're thinking while they're seeing you. It's like, well, no, what are they thinking of me? Bye. If I was there, I was saying no more. I can't swear right now. Uh, you, you, you could, but you, you really shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> that, uh, that way we could have young listeners. Okay. I mean, we don't say the words. We didn't, we didn't say all of them. We, no, 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 we just said something. We, we didn't say the worst one. Oh, okay, that's cool. But yeah, like, like so finish the point. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a more, a more, a video is, video, video, video is the thing. Because once upon a time, you, okay, it's a good example. It's a good example. Um, there's this, think about, back to the day, little nut. I remember somebody saying that when he was around, like, they didn't even know how he looked. Wow. Like everybody hear the name. Mm-hmm. You go back just, just, and this is back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You hear the name of the person, but you never see their face. You never see how they look or nothing. Yeah. But, but yet he was like the head hunter in charge of drugs and all that stuff. Right. Like he was running his own wing. In this day and age, you see everybody. everybody. So which comes, which makes you become a lot more self-conscious. Yeah. Because you are the face of your business now, like the, your social your social profile is going to represent your business profile. Right. Whereas back in the day, we didn't know who coke people were, we didn't know who ran coke, and we didn't. I don't know if people really cared because it it wasn't like you're gonna see the product, right. you're gonna see the business name, you're gonna see the brand. They they and they, they have some companies that, that that push more just like business, and they want they don't want to be in public or anything like that. But then even them like. And there's still public record. You could still find out who is at the head of Coke. You could find out who the CEO of and, Coke is. And for some companies, because they don't want the, the, the real people, the real penny pushers, 
don't want to be seen they get a a i call it a head face a head yeah like a pr like a like a somebody to sell it it's like for, a, for example pepsi Co. was in this big rivalry everybody getting some big artists mm, beyonce to, to be the Britney face Spears, uh-huh. and all these things everybody's saying that this is the better brand or better beverage show them stays the same to me yeah um but and on top of that we are also in a state of uh health disaster as well to say. do you think so Health yes. disaster. The amount of persons who are affected by cancer, mm-hmm. has, diabetes, grown, yeah. and heart these, these these health these these. Well, here's here's a bomb. Let me drop on you. Well, this wasn't health related. I thought the person, the first person who told me it was health related didn't. Okay, now I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna say that. Go ahead, just talk talk for you. What's up? Uh, Alicia Boone died to yesterday. Yes, yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. But somebody, the first person who told me that they thought they said it was health related, but today somebody told me it wasn't health related. But what was it then? Something to do with she got burnt and she never went to deal with it. Oh no, and it, it got infected? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Gangrene and bad blood and stuff like that. Oh no, that's terrible. That's even worse than I thought. I thought she had some kind of. It's like she fell down or something and she had something. I didn't really hear enough about the story. But yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, everybody, in, everybody knows somebody in the society, in the community who. Who passed from cancer, heart attack, diabetes? And we don't want to go down that same route of mortality. One thing too is that um, the other day I was watching a video on on um, on YouTube, and they were talking about the difference in diet between the top five percent and the lowest, the lowest ten percent. They were doing it. They use America as a as a as a as a. This as, is America. Yeah, they, they use America as a yardstick, um, and it was surprising to me. It was surprising to me, like. Rich people ate more fruits than poor people. Rich people ate less um, meat mm. than poor than the poorer ten percent. Rich people got more exercise than the poorer ten percent. Like exercise, not work. Exercise, literally. I'm going out to run, and or uh, just just for the the, the sake of sake my of physiological well being. Here's a here's a funny thing to that now. Um, so back when you were talking with the Rockefellers and stuff like that, mm. well, even before that, a sign of wealth was being fat. Yeah. A no, sign of wealth is different. No, it's reversed. Being fat is poor. Right. And being, being fit or being well, showing, looking well. Showing that you have enough free time <laughs> to, to run. make money and also be and fit. Be fit, yeah. Is well, have sign. enough time to... to, to you know, enough time after work or during work or whatever the thing is to focus on your health. To actually have an hour, two hours, a half an hour to 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 be healthy and that you're not completely taken up by work mm-hmm. and still have nothing to show for it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I think you're right. Like, I think I think at the end of the day, like we we go through different. I don't want to call them cycles, but they're cycles. We go through different cycles where one thing might be particularly attractive mm-hmm. and another thing and I'm, I'm, I'm of course I'm not talking about the archetype I'm, I'm, I'm over that I'm talking about bio physical aesthetic okay um, like even even for me like I, I, I embarked on a different a different regime this year and I had to decide what I really wanted to be because you could train in so many different ways. You could you could you could do a lot of different things. And one thing that kept that, that kept coming up is what do you want to be? Do you want to be actually strong, or do you want to be aesthetically pretty or aesthetically um, 
look like you're strong. Mm. And the training technique, the training program for both things are different. Mm -hmm. Like, you would be surprised that some guys who you see go to these shows and stuff, like these bodybuilder guys, they can't run for, they can't run. Like, tell them run on the road, it's like, hey, I tired, I ain't running no more. You know, like, right. same for me. Because their body are not, their body, the, the, the way they train, they don't train to optimize strength. They train to optimize muscle and the, the tuning and the cut of the muscle. And the, the diet that they eat, the things that they eat are not things that you would want to eat or to sustain eating for a very long space of time. Right. You this, become grumpy. Of and course. Even women, they, they stop or you could become sick because it's not like, it, it's not a... a it's like the other day I watched a, 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 again I watched a video we watch a lot of videos sorry guys we're going to be referencing a lot of YouTube videos but I watched a video where this, this young lady was getting ready to, to, to partake in a bodybuilding show mm -hmm. did not know they have female bodybuilding shows I sound like a sexist pig but I didn't know and she was like for the next two weeks it's protein were for me and minimal amounts of water minimal like mm -hmm. that's what it is i could eat leaves i could eat no, like not only minimal but it's a it's a it's a, a funnel in thing. i think it's funnel would be the word for it whereas they like said friday is two gallons uh saturday is one gallon one and a half yeah it's something like that it's a de it's decreasing so until they the, reach to the dead event you probably yeah. drink you know sip sip exactly and then the, the thing is the way the body looks the, the way the muscles um they show up is because of some amounts of dehydration right. like you have to be slightly or uh, even more than slightly dehydrated for you to see uh, all of those veins and stuff exactly and you can't she she was like you 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 cannot sustain this as soon as this is done i am going to like slowly start getting back to a diet that is sustainable right. so a lot of the things that we see on tv like these actors and so i i would never oh, think you should actors. see you should look like the behind the scenes with them actors like them guys would literally go and lift like weight <sighs> well the models are doing mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. lift weights for the shot that coming up like I am guarantee you that Dwayne The Rock Johnson when he got a shirtless seam or arm, arm seam or whatever this man probably will be pumping some 50 weights yep for, for 5 minutes well, and then 50, like, 50 and heavy neck sorry I just saying yeah, I, I, I could do 50 Dwayne The Rock he just, need, he just needs to get pumped he doesn't need to prove any competition <laughs> I really think Dwayne Rock Johnson only for 110 pounds on each arm. I, I <laughs> the, the size of him, and you know what's funny about him? I, I'm glad you brought him up. Do you realize that Dwayne Rock Johnson seems to be getting bigger? Do you realize how old he is? He's over 40 years old. I think he's almost 50 or 50. Mm, or something like that. Well, that I'm means he's on the roids. He is either he's on. This is unnatural. It's impossible. You are old. How are you still building muscle? You can't be building, but you're building muscle. I could understand if you're cutting muscle, mm -hmm. but you're building muscle. You're on them rides, dog. Right. You're on them rides, dog. You're on them rides. But yeah, you'll be surprised. Movies, I mean, for me, I've always known that so movies were well, like, still, it's the, the same. Yeah, he was on the rides, of course, of course. It's for for uh, expandables. He ended up Expendable. in the hospital. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he and it was out in Australia. He was like, the, the guy almost charged him. The guy almost went to jail for it. Like, oh, I didn't know he was illegal. They have this stuff. <laughs> but then the thing is all for sure because it's just, he technically rides, pump up himself. Because he did look weird and like, yo, you ain't supposed to look like that when you're that old. Mm. I'm sorry, like, 
Like this might be like a little pretentious of me. Or it might be bad of me to say. Is it? But you, you talking about you talking about this size? Yeah, I'm talking about this size, size specifically. You are 50 years old. I'm sure Sylvester still was 60 years old. Mm. You're not supposed to be 60 years old and that big. What what are your bones well, doing? Unless you are genetically gifted like that. You know they ain't genetically gifted. I'm not saying they're specifically not. Well, Arnold gifted. I, I I'm even Arnold. I think those take steroids. So but me saying he don't take steroids. I was <laughs> saying that gifted. he's gifted when it comes to his body size and what's not. Like, there's the, the steroids add on to the genetics. Eh? Oh. So some pe- people like Dwayne and 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 and, and Arnold. They they kind of they gifted to very. In other words, even if they were afterwards, they, they would not, still be big, but not would, just not that big. Right. Mm. They still make you like what it. Yeah, this guy is But then Dwayne Duak Johnson is someone. Like, them people, I think they're naturally built with bigger... They have, like, wide... That would be a stereotype, Stephen. I don't think so. I think it's true. You see, you're saying, basically, that the Somalians that are made public are in the public eye are (laughs) usually very large. They're usually muscular. I'm not not kidding. I said the ones that are made public are in the public eye are very large. (laughs) That does not mean that all Somalians are large people. That's like saying... Can I go a bit X-rated here? That's like saying in those very not child-appropriate movies <laughs> when they see a, bl- a black person with stay, a big penis, with, that, the, with, that, the, that, with that, a large member, and they're like, "Wow, that he, that all large, all black guys are black, packing." Yeah, packing. Yeah. Well, I mean, with all due respect, <laughs> um, the largest. If you, if we're gonna talk about it, like the largest average penis size is is, is in Africa is. Where is it? Is I can't remember the specific country. I would like a study done to find tell me the largest vagina size and who has it. Okay, I don't I don't think that's as attractive right. as 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 um the largest penis. And, right. then, and then give me the, the give me the other end of the spectrum as well. Oh, the tightest. Yeah. Uh, the With, thing is, <laughs> yo, <laughs> listen, right? Everybody gonna say the Chinese Chinese woman win that one time? Probably. That's racist. It's not. But then, like, yo, yo, okay, listen. I'm sorry that we're going to ad hoc and go into this, but I want to go into it. The reason being is because I think, I think, uh-huh. scientifically, Asians do have, especially those Far East people, they do have smaller penises on average. Mm. Which, if, 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 if I was God, I'm joking, if I don't care if it was God or not. If they got the smallest penises, then they got the smallest vaginas. Like, why would why would why would evolution play that trick? Why would they make a bigger vagina than necessary for this demographic? You know what I'm saying? Why would it be that this guy has two inches so you're and his and so his? You're indirectly saying that black women have slack vaginas. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying black women might be more adequately prepared to deal with the size of the indigenous populations. Ding dongs. Yeah, remember we, we black people is like a demographic. Is demographic is the word? Diaspora, right? We we've migrated. We were shuffled. We're the last well shuffling. You know something Post that has met me. Something that has met me like um, that made me think. Like I always try to think in evolutionary terms. Like why would that be? Why would it be that um in the human race that that one 
type of person has a bigger, longer penis than another person? What 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 benefit could this possibly have? Well, if you're gonna get a bit racist, we start right now. <laughs> I didn't uh, say it was racist. It's proven well, according to some scientific persons who are believe are white and just trying to discriminate against the larger members of the black man. <laughs> they said that it is indicative of uh, a cheating species that. It's a species of people that are more pr- prone to cheat and uh, experience infidelity. They have uh, longer members to try to push that sperm deep in that pussy. Really? That is what some Caucasian guy. Came that is on. the dumbest. <laughs> that is the dumbest hick southern theory I've ever heard. That is dumb, 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 dumb. The human race does not work even marginally like that. It doesn't matter the length of your penis. Like I'm telling you what it is. This is literally. I'm debunking it. I'm debunking that's that is fast. That is nonsense. Because if at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. If if you were there first, like unless you're sperm weak, you you reach in deal. Like no matter how long my penis is not gonna change the le- the, the length the from distance that you're yeah right <laughs> no it doesn't it doesn't it really doesn't because a woman's and the thing is like the majority of female in the, vaginas in, the, in, in that theory then Chinese really got marathon runners man yo they got it but then 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 the women are smaller though you do realize demographically okay. like Chinese women are shorter smaller right. I would be guessing that the passageway that leads to heaven for them would be short of by comparison. Like, why make the... Pro- Again, I always think, why evolution will not make it more difficult for you to procreate. Evolution tries to make it more easier for you to procreate in most scenarios, especially for human beings. Especially... Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about a duck penis with that spiral crap and they got to navigate through multiple endless caverns inside a duck female vagina. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a, a, a male and female human being. Why would it be more difficult? It shouldn't. It's it, it gonna be easy. Why would reason, it be more difficult? Why would sex procreation be more difficult? If if like if you are Asian, if you are Chinese, and you have a two inch, three inch penis, why would why would a woman have a five inch? Why would it be average for a a female Chinese person to have a five inch deep vagina? I was like saying, so you mean to tell me that Chinese never read at a black person or nobody else before? And I don't think it's, I don't think it's all, I don't think, by any means, the average is not, the average is just the average. The average is the median. There would be, there has to be guys that are normal and there has to be guys that are very not normal for it to be an average. You check what I mean? So if, if the average for a black man is... Is is nine is seven? Sorry, I'm saying nine. I don't know where I get off of my phone. I pull a number straight. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say pull it out my butt, and that's not what I wanted to say. Um, if the average for a black man is six inches, right? Mm. <clears throat> then what it's basically saying is that there are a lot of guys who would be eight. There are a lot of guys that would be seven. Mm. There was a lot of there's even guys that might be nine and ten. There are also guys that would be two and three and four and five. You know, it's not to say like like. Hey, guys, all of us in here are six. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what an average is. It's just that the, 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 wider, the wider the gap, the wider the median, or the higher the median value, is, you know, that's the higher the average. Like a white man, just because a guy is white doesn't mean that it's automatic that his penis is going to be bigger or smaller than you just because you're black. That has, like, that is ridiculous. And I, I keep hearing people talk about it as if, like, well, because I'm black, I automatically have more of a package than this white guy. Not at all. He could be 
above Abilodi median. You could also be above Abilodi median. Mm. And it doesn't make you any less of a human being if you're Abilodi median. Mm. Like if you're four inch, use your four inch. If you're five, use your five. You understand? Mm. Like if you're eight, use your eight. Mm. Good God be with you if you're 10. Because I don't know. That is a lot. Like. I don't know. You gonna do a big dick look tonight? Yeah. Yeah, like that is a lot. <laughs> like I remember one time reading a, a a letter from I think it was some some Jamaican thing, um, and there was, this lady was writing into a, a radio show. Mm. I think it was Ask the Pastor or something something there, and she basically was like, you know, she loves her husband. Um, they got married uh, about two years ago, and she says sex is just a problem. Like oh, she saved it till marriage. Oh. Yeah, she did. She did. They can stop it. Anyway, she she saved the marriage, and then it's like sex is a sex is a big problem. It this just girl, he was probably one guy predict the lot. Please don't let whip it out. Please, I need <laughs> to get married to this chick. <laughs> I don't want to run. I don't want her to get scared. I want it to be too late, Lord. Um, but like she said, like you know, it's difficult. She's tried everything. She's tried lube. She's tried like she's tried everything, and it's just it's just too painful for her to enjoy it. And she feels like, you know, she husband is a little bit unhappier because she's never in the mood because it just hurts that much. Traumatized. And he, he of course, like with his male machismo, he feels like, yeah, let me just destroy this tonight. Like, you know, because again, as men, we've been taught a lot of things. And we come in at the rampage, yeah. Yeah, all of these things. The, the media tells us that sex is about dominance, right? That's what they tell us. And I think it completely pollutes the mind and it stops us from achieving some amount of sexual like illuminescence mm. because if all your concern is is making this hurt this person then after a while when they become numb then what happens to the sexual experience like what happens when they adapt to whatever you're doing then it becomes sadism then it becomes deeper sadism then it becomes oh i gotta slap you somewhere or hit you somewhere for you to get to get a, a reaction because all i'm all i know is that this is supposed to hurt and if it's not hurting that means i'm not doing it properly so therefore i'm gonna hit you i'll put you in an uncomfortable position to is make this, it hurt are you talking about the notebook oh sorry are you talking about humpback mountain or, or 50 shades of gray i never watched you're talking about Brokeback Mountain. I oh, never sorry. watched. I never watched the movie. <laughs> <They> were, um, <laughs> <laughs> you are horrible. You are horrible. And this is not an anti-Geshaw. And so I apologize for him and his ignorance. It's Brokeback Mountain. I don't know. You ever watched a movie? I never watched a movie. I watched it once. I never watched it. I never watched it. I think I don't know. I, I saw like the trailer, and I think I saw like a scene from it. And it just kind of made me uncomfortable. And uh, why did you make it uncomfortable, Steven? I don't know, I Are just, you not like willing to accept the world as it is? <laughs> well, boy, I tell you this. I, I think everybody is entitled to their own preferences and their own opinions. And that's just not my preferences. And that's just not my thing. That's not my thing. If that's somebody else's thing, they're fine. Do your thing. Watch Brokeback Mountain 500 times a week. But Are you I saying it's not, bad to watch that movie? I'm not Steven? saying I'm not. So that's what are you saying, Steven? What I'm saying is that I've never watched it. Okay? Why haven't you watched it, Steven? Because it makes me feel uncomfortable. I, Why does it make you feel uncomfortable, Steven? Because that's just not my preference. Okay, okay, okay. The other day, okay, the other day. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Just how it's not my preference. Um, I went to the UK with my family. Um, and this was this was in 2001 or 2002. I think it's 2001. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I would have been maybe 15 or somewhere in that general vicinity, somewhere in that, that 14 maybe. And standing up in a Burger King line, there's this, 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 this couple. I'm not going to say what race they were, just going to say there was a couple. It's interracial, but whatever. And they were kissing at the top of the line. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was cold, and that's what it happened. But when they finished kissing, it just had this long drip spit, like this this nasty spit waddle connection thing. Standing up. No, I, I didn't see any nipples. I wasn't looking at nipples. I was just looking at the nasty slobber that the connection of this nasty spit wad that they had connecting each other. Since that day, I longed for that connection. No, 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 no. You, you're putting words in my mouth. That was gross, and I was like, yuck. That's what I said. That was my response to it. Mm-hmm. It was to me, it was nasty, and I was like, yuck. That was my response. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying that I said yuck, but my response was similar when I saw that scene from Brokeback Mountain. It made me uncomfortable. You and I don't want to get into it. I just want to say that Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, you probably deserve a medal. I don't know if y'all were feeling that. Maybe that's why he came in. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was feeling that. <laughs> I remember. 50 Shades of Grey is, 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 they call it what? Is sadism? Is sadism? Matrosadism? I don't know what the technical. I mean, Masochistic Rihanna, sadism. All I know is that Rihanna sang about it in that song. Yeah, she did. BDSM? Uh, or something. SNM. SNM, SNM, SNM. Um, but either way, either way, either way. Everybody has a preference. Everybody has a different thing. And 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 for me, that was just not my preference. That's just not. That's just not my thing. Okay, Steven, it's all right. It's all right. Move forward. Okay, let's just let's just move to the the, the end. So, Nick, what about your special interests? Like, um, what are you what are you interested in? I know you play music. Um, is music a big part of your life? How do you balance, you know, music and everything else? It's a swing wise. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, you, you have a guitar. Right now, guys, he's like sitting on the studio couch and he has his guitar on him. I think Mikhail literally is connected to his guitar all the time. I'm trying to. Trying to be? Yeah. Is it safer for you to play the guitar than to be in a relationship? Um, Safer to play the guitar versus being in a relationship. Um... A guy named Freddy sing a song about that. You sing a song about that, no, a guy named Daddy Freddy uh-huh. from Saint Thomas. A band named what the band name? Forget it, but jam band. Jam band. Mm-hmm. Music never show me out. Music never tell me out. Me So that's what you're saying. Like music never. Music is safe. No, nothing in the world is safe. But um, there's there there's certain things you have more control over. And do we really have control over anything, Nikki? Be honest with me. Do you think so? With any control, like I could control. If I want to hear a, a, a C major, mm-hmm. I could control that, and I know I can get a result. If I want to hear G, I could control that and get the result. So I'm, are manipulating the strings or whatever you call it. And, you know, the, in music, the music you guys don't have like happy accidents, like. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Like somebody um, playing something. That, um, what you call it? Uh, if you were in church, you would call it divine inspiration. Divine, mm-hmm. When you are in your zone or your zen state, when you are, when the uni- you and the universe are connected and you'd have the experience in timelessness and nothing in the world matters and things are just flowing through your mind that you don't know where they're coming from, but they're just, 
spirit taking over you and be mumbling stuff and words coming out and then eventually make up words and then make a, eventually make a chorus eventually make a verse then you start to reminisce about something in the past and you 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 use that state um <clears throat> from your memory to create this song or this story and the mood mm-hmm. and then so basically what music is is almost to some people not everybody but to some people it's a state of therapy it's a state of spiritual spiritual spirituality mm-hmm um in in that I think I sent you a video about this recently. But what's that? The guy, the carpenter guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um the guy from Parks and Recreation. What is his I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. Um yeah, but him what is his I can't remember his name. But he talked about just sometimes he he was speaking about some music to me at least. He's referring to what he was talking about when mm-hmm. it came to him creating doing carpentry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was be able to create or manipulate or control. Well, I wouldn't not it's not change, control. I think what he said is that he was able to take something that didn't exist and turn it into, uh, or take something raw and turn it into something else, and right. that was just by his own work, right? By his own workmanship, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's and that m- was therapy for him. For most people with music, that is what music. You hardly ever find anybody who does music. Who doesn't love it or appreciate it or like it or something? Because it's something that's kind of so not necessarily in your path. Mm-hmm. It's not you. It's usually not in your path. You have to go off the path to do music. Mm-hmm. That you hardly find persons who are involved in music who don't appreciate it to some level. And they, they don't appreciate it it's more of the politics or the complications of relationships within within the music. Where they be. Mm-hmm. So it's not the music they don't love, but more the situation or the environment. That but um sense. yeah music is the ability to create something and put something into the world that's, that could be positive but just to create something mm-hmm. create taking a, a b card and a c card and joining them join them together and taking making, words from the dictionary and putting, putting it them, together uh, making a story and then you know having Our this mood. The, right having this story this this element as entity that's been created as a, as you because what we are as humans i guess we are the kind we conscious mm-hmm. we are we move. which means a lot which means a lot we're able to move beyond instinct right mm-hmm. right and that's what we're talking about so and we reach to the state where where we don't have to be on a on a, on a, a four-week hunting campaign True. to find food or we don't have to wait for the harvest because rams got his got itself pack off with food every day every day you every know you know every week. thursday mm-hmm. they're gonna get their fresh lettuce exactly and wherever the case might be mm-hmm. so now we're able to go deeper into consciousness exactly Exactly. And as I said, we move, we as I said, possibly this, I guess, we are in uh, a puberty puberty stage of of, of, of consciousness. consciousness. So we really ain't got the balance as to how we're supposed to walk. But we know that there's more than what it's it. There's more out there than what we ever could have imagined. Right. Um. So just th- by exploring that consciousness. Right. We haven't perfected it. Far from. But at least we entertaining it, right? And that, to me, like we, the, the consciousness moving forward and is growing slowly and surely. That ain't so much the part I think that we we, we fondling fondling with fondle. fondling fondling right there. Um, it's more the 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 how we balance our lives in this conscious state, mm-hmm. because what the the thing that females females are well, supposed to this is one of my thing this is more stuff that i take in and cons- compare it to what is actually happening females are more relationship and conscientious beings mm-hmm. than males to some to a large degree 
Yeah, to a large degree, I could agree with that. Mm-hmm. And um, the male is more of the hands-on thing. Maybe so right, more. so right now, okay. So studies have shown our studies are people are saying that right now are most of there's a huge separation in the direction of male workship versus female workship the women are going into the intelligent i don't know the word for this but the field of intelligence mm-hmm. the, the fields that involve intelligence the, and the, social interaction i don't know if you realize it too right women could women have the ability to tap into a lot of different social um situations and and, and empathize with a lot of different members of the social situation right because that's what let me see, let me say that. Supposedly, that's what they are great at. They were great they, in before when we were suppressed. When they, when they said when it comes to food, so food supplies and them mm-hmm. things, the women role was the family and the home and, and the tribe and that stuff. Management, management, management. right? Mm-hmm. And after that, when we progressed further, said so the late 1800s, 1700s, early 1900s. Then women were suppressed to say that you could only be there, but we had reached a state where they did, did not have to only be there mm-hmm. because now we, we reached that, that state where uh, the availability of foods and different things were, were progressing forward. Mm-hmm. So the woman now didn't have to, or it wasn't so integral. The, the team, the team, the team, because of the progression of technology, the team, the role of the woman in it and the team. She did not have to be that specific person, and she did not have to depend on the mus- the masculine man, to be to to be to to to, to, to succeed or to thrive anymore mm-hmm. because of the progression of technology, um, and there was suppressed especially throughout the 1800s and the early 1900s, and that's why you had the, the women the women's civil movements like yeah. in the 50s I think it was, and I think right now we we on the cusp of another one. Um, and this is, I think, I this don't is understand more why we need to be on that because these are already the bottom most quantities anyway. That's not. Well, you see, the thing is, the problem is, is that, um, and this is a, a completely different conversation to have. And it's probably a conversation I want to have with you in its entirety because it's a very introspective sort of conversation. Mm-hmm. But women have been um, um, sub- subject to a lot of victimization in terms of sexual, like you know, being sexual prey. Mm. Um, to certain predators, males usually, but sometimes even other females. Um, and they've been subject to a rape culture that was, at the time when I was growing up, I thought it was just, that's just how things were. Mm. Um, and I think even if I participated, I participated thinking that I was owed because of being a man, there were certain things that a woman just had to step in line and do. Um, again, that's, that was a thought that I had when I was younger. Um, but again, I think we're in an age of a, a conscious age of understanding that women are not really, they're not there just for the biblical, um, their biblical creative standpoint. You mm-hmm. understand? Like they're more, a woman is not just the sum of breasts, bum, vagina, and, 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 and a pretty face anymore. Like, that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. They want to be like, I think a lot of women want to be recognized more for what you can't see. Just like a man, a man walks into an office. Yeah, you're going you're to probably debate me on this and that's fine. But a man walks into an office. I look at him and say, how could I make money from this guy? Could this guy further my business to the next level? Could I somehow get um, a deeper foothold in the career path that I've chosen? 
You know, um, that's why I look at him and see, is he beneficial to me? Is he beneficial to my business? Could he help? And if he can't help, then he leaves. You understand? Like, I'll have to get rid of him. You're not helping. You're, you're pulling me back. Whereas a woman walks into an office and it's like, uh, well, you know, she's pretty. You know, that should be a thing. That That is something that, like, people actually count on. Like, she's beautiful. She yeah. has nice boobs and nice proportions and nice face. Like, why is that so weighty in, in terms of her getting a job? Like, if it's between a beautiful woman and an ugly woman being in an office, why is it that is not that the capabilities of this person to take this business to the new level, mm. why is that not the, the marker by which they are weighed, but yet it's, well, you know, we, we want to see some, though. we want to see some pretty faces. This is an ex-debatable one right here. Yeah, man, this is, this is very debatable. So go ahead. Why, 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 why do women in this modern time mm-hmm. choose to purchase Brazilian weaves? Brazilian weaves, mm-hmm. All right, well, this, additions on today mm-hmm. where did they put on the makeup mm-hmm. where did they put on the lipstick all the push up bras push up bras and, and push up panties and then say why are you subjecting me why are you thinking that I'm an object or of, of affection and blah blah blah, blah 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 the thing is you know what's, what, what the problem is the problem is women I think by this is going to be very controversial <laughs> women know that the weight of their character is almost always secondary to the weight of their aesthetic capabilities. And the thing is that... And it's subconscious. No, and, and, and by all means, I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm not saying it's our fault. I'm saying this is what the system has done. This is what the culture has done. Where a woman is judged. If a woman goes into a, situ- a scenario and she knows she's beautiful, she actually feels more confident because she's beautiful. It, because but she what, has on what, what the is weave. the characteristics of beauty? Yeah, but the character of the characteristics of beauty, of beauty are all over every single media platform that you ever see. Not necessarily. Yes, it remember, is. Every especially culture, in the Western world. Is yeah, but we're talking about our culture. I'm not talking about the culture of some place that I don't understand. I, I'm not, I don't know what Indonesia so is doing. What, what we're pointing out is that. But then even so, it's, it's are, becoming. Are we call it arbitrary. They're not. They're not anymore. Because even in, in Indonesia and, and go over to Hong Kong and all them places, light-skinned faces are the rage deal. Brazil is mostly black people. Black people. Black. Like us. You black and brown. Big, big thing. Yeah, it's the controversial. But it's what? mostly black people. But every, every woman who has represented Brazil for any pageant, any world international pageant, any pageant in general, mm. why is she always light-skinned? straight nose when most of the people there don't look like that because the plantocracy that was there held the up the superior jobs and position and roles so and i am saying stuff. to you and what i'm saying to you i'm not i'm not fighting you i'm not fighting you in terms of i'm not fighting you in terms of um if if there are different standards for beauty around the world in puerto rico too puerto it does puerto it rico does a lot of black people but you don't see them exactly dominican republic is the same thing where are the black people dominican republic is the same thing haiti is dominican and dominican republic haiti all of them it's the same thing why is it that whenever you see somebody representing these places, it's always some brown skin guy or some brown skin woman or some light skin woman? When there's such a large demographic of dark people it's that the live here. Same reason why Washi got music in high school and Virgil didn't get music down in countryside. I don't know if it's the same reason, but you know what? <laughs> if, if that's how you feel, I, can, I have to respect your viewpoint if you could back it up. But all I'm saying, Nikki, to wrap up, and you can't, of course you can't. Um, all I'm going to say to wrap up this specific section is that 
the standards of beauty are dictated by the culture of the day and the culture is seen through the lens of unfortunately the screens that we look at and the screens that we look at are our phones the television um computers advertising campaigns all of these different medias that we consume tell us what beauty looks like so we have to be six feet tall well very muscularly built yes as a man we have to be six feet tall quite muscularly built nice muscles nice definitions specific chest to arm ratio specific chest to arm ratio um if you face well blonde queer jawed with uh, uh what do you call her what do you call her face that's the same symmetrical, symmetrical face fe- facial features small slim nose um thin to medium thin lips um nice blue eyes and we're good to go you understand like that's the and tan just a little tan not too white not too white just tan just tan just enough you want to blend in with the sand you want to blend in with you don't want to blend in with the sand you don't want to blend in that way so you don't want to be pasty you don't want to be pasty <laughs> But I'm saying like they, like women are responding directly to the culture that they're being that 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 sees them, and even women who cannot really afford the sort of treatment that is necessary, they take the budget route out. They take the budget route. They put on a wig, or you know, they got exposed. I don't know, they weave with the exposed thing on the side, the lace front thing. And they do whatever they need to do to seem pretty because it's not just about attracting a man anymore. It's about them. It in it's in them. What? A woman doesn't like. <laughs> this is me talking to. I'm gonna say my girlfriend. Um, this is me talking to my girlfriend the other day and asking the same question. Why? Why? Why, why do all of this? You know why? Why do the? Why do all of this? Why? Why go through all this trouble? Why spend forty-five minutes in front of a mirror? She doesn't spend that long. She's 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 amazing. Like five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. She's good for regular ten minutes if she really needs to dial up, right? Um, but why is it that you spend this time? Why do you spend this time? I think you're beautiful without any makeup whatsoever. I think you're absolutely amazing. I, in fact, I would, if you ask me, I would prefer. This is gonna put me back. I prefer if you don't have on any makeup at all. Because at least then when I rub my face on yours, that I don't get all this makeup all over me. I'll mess up my sheets. Hashtag Alicia Keys. Uh, well, that's I don't know what that means. What what does that? What what, what Alicia Keys? I think for the past year or two years hasn't she went, been making. It? She went on a campaign about no makeup. Okay, go Alicia Keys. Hashtag Alicia Keys. But when I asked my girlfriend, what she responded and said simply is, "It's not for you. It's not for attracting anybody." But they fool themselves to tell them that, huh? Huh? They fool themselves to say that, though. Well, I'm doing it because I want to feel beautiful. No, but it's, no, the thing is, I I actually agree with her. I think, I think to a large degree, it has two components that have nothing to do with a man. Women nowadays, yes, the men we a man a man doesn't need for you to make up. In fact, you know, a man would love a woman puts on all these clothes, a wig, everything. A man just would be like take it all off, leave the wig on, but take everything else off, and I'm fine. Like that works for me. This nakedness is even, even the wig carries with it so much stigma when it comes to racial yeah yeah racial, it does. racial it does. acceptance yeah. But then we don't racially accept itself. But that's a different topic. What I'm saying and is, Nikhil, be, it is, it is, it is, yes, themselves. it is for themselves. When a woman passed down from generation to generation, Nikhil, I am telling you, it, Nikhil, I'm telling you, it is. Well, I'm not. You're talking about the principal reasons. You're talking about the reasons why it started. But I'm telling you, these girls when they put on this makeup, they feel like superstars. Right. I'm telling you, they do it for two reasons, dramatically. One, they do it so they could feel confident when they go to an event. When they go to an event and they walk, 
they don't they have to feel like i am beautiful even if they even if the the symbols of beauty are misguided misdirected whatever that is our imaginary or whatever the fact remains is that they feel yeah. better about themselves and that cannot be disputed they feel more confident the second reason why a woman puts on makeup or anything or dolls up or whatever the case put on all this stuff is to basically crash yourself among other women mm-hmm. like these women ain't gonna look better than me you understand like it's it's a social it's a direct it's a direct class system within their own gender like if i'm a guy and I've recognized it. It works for guys the same. The guys, it could work the same way. If me and you go into a meeting, I am dressed in a suit, tie, decked out, look good. Everything is fitted. And you come in in a sharp baggy pants and a t-shirt. You are not an established name. I am not an established name. And we go for the same job. I am guaranteeing you, unless you outrank me in some amazing way, or you have a, 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 a portfolio that is way more accredited than mine, I will win. I will get a job. Uh, I will have a better chance of getting that job than you, no matter what you say. The reason being is because in terms of classing, I am classed above you because people, as much as we want them not to be this way, they judge you based on how you look. Hold up. Go ahead. Hit me. Hit me. (laughs) <laughs> For one, it isn't in this day and age. Well, I wouldn't say in this day and age. It is a privilege and a well-received privilege in this day and age for us to cover our bodies to protect ourselves from the sunlight, <laughs> from from the cold, from the heat, mm-hmm. from hitting sharp-edged objects. It parts. Yeah, I don't like you talking about my father like that. All right. <laughs> so on. yes, it is necessary for us to put on clothing mm-hmm. and. We oftentimes, most people, dress according to the occasion or the gathering because um, like minds think, like well, birds of a feather flock together. So mm-hmm. therefore, if you're going to be amongst people who are going to cut sugarcane, you're going to dress according, according to the mm-hmm. functionality of cutting sugarcane. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be playing a basketball game, you're going to dress according to the functionality of shooting hoops. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be in a business setting, you're going to dress according to the functionality or appearance of that of the business setting. setting. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So yes, if somebody if somebody shows up to a meeting, a business setting, wearing basketball clothes and... I would I would assume he run the and, company. And, and, I'll tell you this. And, well, no, as you say, you're telling two examples. Yeah. Somebody shows up in basketball clothes then the assumption would be, I think you're at the wrong place. Yes. You think you need mm-hmm. to go, you, you're missing the, the finals or something, right? Yeah, exactly. So therefore, that's a bad comparison. You, you went to all of us to say that's a bad comparison? Yeah, I did. I, the, the comparison was just, it, it, it was just, it was just, okay, so that's why it wasn't good. Okay. You know what? It wasn't good. <laughs> forget, forget it, forget it, forget it. You know what I'll say? I'll say this. Because when I wear a suit, when <laughs> I wear a suit, if I had to wear a blazer, and a shirt, mm-hmm. I feel more confident than if I had on. So, do, do you try makeup. to put on makeup to hide your large pores on your cheeks? No, and make I make your skin did. look a lot more smoother. No, but then I don't have to. Do like, you do you, in social circles? I don't have to. Do you purchase um, locks so that you could have longer hair? No, but I do cut me here. Like I spend money monthly to cut me here. I yes, sure spend that's, that's, gro- that's what you call grooming. You're taking care of the things that naturally grow from your body. Yeah, you're sounding like a woman hater at this point. I'm not a woman hater. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're not. I know you're not a woman hater. But what I'm saying is, you you're trying to say you're trying to disband that women could be doing this to feel good. 
And I'm telling you that it's self worth. It has to do with yeah, self worth. Yeah, it is. But the self worth that they, they attribute this to their self worth. That's that's the truth. That's the long and short of it. Whether it is a good, it, I might not agree with it. I might think it's very European. I might think it's very American. I might think it's not our culture. I think dressing in a blazer and a shirt is not culturally adequate for our scenario. Our climate is not good. For blazers and shirts and pants and stuff African like that. It, oh my yeah. God, they, they, them they gotta be them robes. But then, but I guess the robes will feel better. I need to buy one and see. <laughs> you know, you, but then is what they're wearing under the robes. They're not wearing much. much because even you know, like, Africans, they you know, you know, you know, in Africa, sometimes they don't wear drawers. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they just we we see something, but we don't understand what's going on under the hood. We're wearing undershirts and. You know, all this American weird that might not be because like in like more some of the Middle Eastern countries is similar attire as well the <laughs> cloth yes it's just one big cloth it's just it's like literally just protection from the sun that's all it is right. it's it, like under it it doesn't matter what they're wearing like they might not even be wearing anything it might just be a robe and that's it you check mm. what I mean like mm. we command doing this so so as I say, globally it is a fact about the, 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 the lightning of the skin mm. so globally even with Different uh, cultural zones, ethnical, ethnical backgrounds. Yes, all them um, prescribed to the lightening of the skin. So it's not a, it's not uh, isolated to the to, to to the Negroid personnel. Um, but then again, the thing is, the Negroid personnel wouldn't be the furthest away from the that, that skin tone. Yeah, yeah, it would, it would be the first. Away, but what I was saying is that all them prescribed to it. Mm. So the, the, the mongoloid, the negroid, and also the caucasoid, all them wants to be lighter than what they actually are. And then the lightest ones, them want to get tanned so they could be more. Oh, that's when you're going too far down the scale, I guess. We are terrible. Like, why are we like this? It, 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 this human race leaves a lot to be desired. It's very arbitrary. It's like, just love the skin you're in. I, I think I honestly <clears throat> think like the most the most the most amazing most attractive thing that any woman could wear is confidence. It, it it like any woman that I find to be amazingly attractive. Like I mean yes I have some markers, but beside the markers, the way she carries herself not the, not he, the way she carries he, herself in terms of what she dresses, but the right. way she carries herself is attractive. It's like I would give. Okay, here's the thing. You could uh, you could be of two mindsets. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, what, what, what everybody is trying, and specifically females in this conversation, what they're trying to achieve is a very healthy appearance. That's mm. all they're trying to achieve. The makeup, the hair, all they're trying to achieve is a healthy appearance. And the reason why that is important because, once again, we're going through this phase shift and whatever. Uh-huh. We're stepping out of biology, but we're still half in it, especially women. Days. They is the one dealing a lot with this 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 shift between biology and consciousness. The reason why the makeup and the hair is all to do with health, the, the, the projection of perfect health. And they're trying to cover up the the, 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 the bad skin. They're trying to make sure that they, they actually got hair that actually forms in some symmetrical formation on the eyes, above the eyes. Because that's an indication of right. proper health. They want to make sure that the hair is nice and shiny and full, a full head of hair. Everything is trying try to project a project an image of good health. health. Mm-hmm. So, and for some reason, it is a lot quicker because quick gratification is what we're dealing with right now mm-hmm. to put on makeup so you could have the healthy looking face in 10 minutes mm-hmm. versus actually 
What, like sorting it out and right and, drinking and, your water drink okay, i can't swear drinking your water drinking <laughs> a gallon of water half a gallon of water or eating more vegetables or putting your 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 your, your, your volcanic layamiga dot on your face to sleep on overnight to get the iron nutrients into your face or whatever the case might be. I've never be. heard of that, but interesting. Very, I never heard of it either. You just make that up just like off the bat, just like that? Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. But listen, <clears throat> there are things you can do to improve and create an immaculate complexion and projection of health. Because the way to project health is to eat, to be healthy, mm. rather than to mask the healthiness. But you know, I, I saw you just said, but economically, Economically, what? See, we're living in an age of surplus. We live we in an age of living. yeah, but we also live in an age where the, there's the biggest wage gap in history. There's never oh, been oh, a time. Oh. Let me add something else on that. On top of that, that's specific to this very demographic, or whatever the case might be. It, it's talking about Saint Kitts and Nevis, yeah. Yes, mm. we live in the tropics. What I mean, we live on a Caribbean island. That's great. We got sun, yeah. They are breadfruit that's spoiling on the ground. I went, <laughs> I went volcano today and I'm pretty sure I passed over a hundred mangoes on the ground with a bunch of fruit flies eating them out. Chronics had a song saying that um, thank something live live in the West Indies, Jap provide all my wants and my needs. It's just a song, I forget. Something mm. one, one of chronic songs. And he said in one of his songs, like, oh, yeah, you're going to be bawling, saying you're hungry in, and, and living in a shanty close to the capital, Kingston, when in the countryside, they got breadfruit on the ground spoiling. What paradox is this we're living in? Yeah, we, it, it's, we ain't want nothing. We want KFC. Right, we ain't want it. We want the we ain't want food. it. We, we ain't want, want it. We want What do you want? You want health, but you don't want health. Anyway, Nikhil. Man, thanks a lot for joining us. Um, guys, we had Nick today. Nick is, Nick is really, Nick. yeah, Nick is Nick. He's a super talented musician, entrepreneur, um, and you know, a really good friend for being on this this podcast with me. I think this is like two hours. Soon to be a sailor. Soon to be a sailor, um, and maybe even a father of five, um, mm. and maybe even Mr. Cool in next year. Look for him. I put you in. I put you in this, right? This is. This is. This is. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna go. You're gonna do it. Next I'll consider it. Consider. He's gonna consider. Hey, right, Nick. Thanks a lot, man. Nick, you want to say anything else to the, to the, to the people? Uh, let me see. 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 Um, one is that um, first, the f- most important question in a relationship is. Well, you must ask first before you proceed, at least by the three months point, is you dared me or I dared you? <laughs> very important. Very, very important. You do not want to pass three months and not have the answer to that question. <laughs> Nick, I think you'll be perfect for how we wrap up this show normally. Um, you have to say three things that you definitely know are incorrect. Three things that I know that are incorrect? That are incorrect. We'll take turns. So you could go, if you want to go first, you could go first. I could go first and we'll take turns. Okay, three things. Okay, what a thing that I know for sure that is incorrect is that is that. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm trying to really. I'm trying to really, trying real hard. Trying real hard. You're looking around. Okay, I guess that. Then I guess that. I guess that. I guess that. Um, in the night, the color blue turns into the color red. 
uh, spending money on a woman means that you have sex. The money, in, if everybody goes to the bank and asks for their money back and they want it in paper money, they'll get it. That's two for me. Eh? If you threw water at the sun, it would go out. Dude, you weird. Like, how did that even pop in, right? Mm. <laughs> That's weird. Um, okay, I have one last one. All right, after you date the first time, the second time is much easier. After the first time, If you were to buy a Tesla, you'd be able to go to Mars. I thought that's, that's not true. That's not what I'm marketing. No, that's incorrect. All right. Guys, thank you so much for joining the show. Again, this is Objectively Incorrect with your boy. I'm Stephen Smith, um, the host. And I was here with Nikhil. Uh, Nick, sorry. He says to call him Nick. What go on? What go on? Yes. Um, guys, thank you so much for, for um, signing up with the show. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. If you have any thoughts whatsoever, just feel free to send us a message on our Facebook page, which is Objectively Incorrect. Or you can check out the website, objectivelyincorrect.com to see more episodes. So thanks again for listening and peace. No gang sex.